Welcome back to another episode of the CDK and Horatio podcast. We are on episode 24. How are you feeling, Horatio? Hey, man. Episode 24. I am ecstatic. Um, feeling good, man. I want to start the pot off hot, hot though, man. Um, who you voting for? Because, look, <laughs> elections, <laughs> election season is back. And one thing I cannot stand is the overly political climate. Just questions and stuff like that. I'm going to be honest with you, bro. I didn't vote last year. I lied about it. I said I voted. I didn't vote. I probably was out doing something. I just wanted to feel like, you know what I'm saying, a good American. Who you voting for? What's up? Because Trump is back. <laughs> <laughs> not voting for Trump. But I'm not going to lie. A lot of black people, like, recently over the last four years with this last presidency uh, uh, term, a mm-hmm. lot of black people have been talking about how they miss Trump and all this other type of yeah, stuff. And this has been, it's been like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You on the way? The way you talk about something? Yeah, man. Like, man, no, I've seen a lot of people, <laughs> black people, being supportive of Trump, especially like in the in the recent months, and being that you know what I'm saying he's picking up some steam. He the, the the Iowa caucus or some some caucus just passed that he did pretty good in. Hey, man, I'm excited to see it, bro. Um, but I do want to pose this question to you: If you was president, what would be the first thing that you would do? If I was president, what the first what's the first thing that I would do? All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you. There's not gonna be nothing, no political shit. Like it's just mm-hmm. gonna be something that I would probably want to do. Um, I would. Uh, well, Joe Biden has tried to get that bill passed for the the HBCU student debts, or not even just student debts, but uh, HBCUs, but like just college in general. So, I mean, there's not much that you could do without the approval of others. So it's like that's the worst thing about about being a president. But I'm telling you what I would do. Easiest thing. Why niggas love Trump? I would be the greatest. I mean. People would just raise me up on their shoulders. I'd be the best president ever. Got to implement some type of basic income. Bro, if you give me $1,200, and that was once or twice, $1,200 every two weeks or a month, they'll make a $500 bill and put my face on it. I'll be the guy, bro. I'm telling you, man, because no president has really done anything for poor people since uh, FDR, the new, you know, the new Deal in the 40s. So I'm telling you, bro, that's what to do. Um, but you went real political. Oh, I'm gonna do something for the HBCUs. Fuck that. I'm gonna I'm gonna do some real, do some real ignorant. But no, yeah, that's the worst thing about being president, man. You you need the approval of of a whole bunch of people, which is kind of why you know it's fun these kind of things. Like it's it's like it's supposed to be serious, but we make it like, oh, you know. Yeah, I mean, this is a thing too. Like I think that people we're, we're too old to not know that we're not. We're too old to not understand like the legislation, uh, uh, branches and just all of this type of stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I just feel like even if you didn't pay attention in school like that much in social studies or whatever, this is just like common knowledge of just being an adult. Like, I just think that we are way too old to, to be like, well, he didn't do this, he didn't do. It. I'm like, bro, do you like? Pay? I'm not saying you got to be a student of the game, but just have some general knowledge and information, bro, before you just go out here and just start saying stuff. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> but yeah. that's why I don't like the overly political guy, man. Because those conversations get real diluted, bro. Like you at a bar or something like that, and somebody <laughs> start talking about what Biden ain't doing, about what Biden is doing. I'm telling you, bro, it's it's annoying. And I'm not trying to say that the that the politicians don't control anything, but you are in control of your own damn life. So stop, goddamn, you know, what I'm saying, putting that pressure on them because it ain't they don't really have that power. Nah, thanks. So. I want to. St- I want to have my first topic be something more so nostalgic. Like, so did you ever go through the situation where your mom said, "All right, if I drop y'all off, they mother, they gonna have to pick y'all up, but their parents gonna have to pick y'all up from wherever y'all are going." <laughs> Yo, 
I was, you know, that's so crazy. I was just thinking about that. Um, just getting dropped off, or not even getting dropped off, but like how it seemed like with no cell phones or whatever, like we were a lot more like connected, like intuitionally rather than like, cause we would go out and just go, you know what I'm saying? Just go next cities, not, not cities, but maybe cities, towns, over streets, over. People don't know, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, getting dropped off. But that's the, that's the good thing about, I guess, being a parent is that you can just be like, hey, I got half of this. You know what I'm saying? Somebody got to get the other half. We can work together. Um, so I, I actually got left at the skating rink like that. Like, their no. parents said they was going to go pick us up, and they never came. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my mom no. was not going, bro. <laughs> like, she was like, you're going to have to figure it out. Get, get Somebody got to figure it Right. And that's when they can really put their foot down. But I'm glad you said it. Speaking of kids, I want to get into, um, have you seen, obviously, it's been, it's been snowing. It's been, you know what I'm saying, in different parts of the country. Have you seen the argument that kids are not shoveling snow like they used to? Yes. Going yeah, outside, you know what I'm saying, asking for it. But my thing is, why would they? Y'all give them the money that they want. You know what I'm saying? Like, and look, this is what happens when, you know what I'm saying, they get a face full of iPad every, every second of the day. Of course, they want to go outside and, and shovel some snow. You know what I'm saying? Of course, it's a great way to make money. But obviously, you don't see kids doing it like that. But, I mean, what's the incentive to go out and, and shovel snow? Have you ever done that? You ever went out? Yeah. And- like, it was the thing of we weren't even getting paid. Like, we just wanted to go play in the snow and had a, and just wanted a reason to be outside longer. Because my mom was the type of mom where it's like, all right, you been out there too long. You know what I'm saying? You're going to catch pneumonia or whatever else. Me and my brother used to make music videos outside in the snow, all types of stuff. Like, we used to want to be outside in the snow. Like, it wasn't even like, oh, I'm trying to make a couple of dollars. Like, we'll go up to our neighbor's houses and just, just, just do it just to do it. Like, just to have more snow for the snowball fight later right. on at the, in the neighborhood. My neighborhood was ghetto, so we, we, we used to do stuff like that. Like, the, the neighborhood no, snowball that's, fight. <laughs> no, for, that's, that's real shit, but I was, I was a, a hustler. I was out there trying to, trying to make it, you know what I'm saying? Um, taking the lid off of a, um, like a Tupperware thing and using it as a sled. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're right. Just trying to find reasons to, to, to be outside. But I also was reading in the comments a lot of people talking, saying, like, moms, saying, oh, well, you know, you can't just walk over to people's house and, you know what I'm saying, like, people are trying to kidnap, oh, come on, man, don't nobody want your ugly-ass kid, all right, come on now, bro, they're trying to make money, they need, they, they need they snow off their damn driveway, come on, man, I hate when, I hate that rhetoric, it's like, we can call the kids soft, but the parents is the one that's making them soft, if you say, oh, well, they can't go outside because, you know, the Stranger danger. Maybe when you become a parent, you just start to see that type of stuff. Maybe you start to see, like, I'm a pedophile. I don't know. <laughs> no, the older you get, the more weird you realize that other adults are. And another thing that you realize as an adult is nobody has it figured out. So you think as a child, like, everybody, like, every adult is just so smart. It has it together. And when, when you actually become an adult, you realize, nah, that is not true at all. Even yeah. the smartest people still have things that they have to get together. So that's why you're more protective over your child. So I, I, I could kind of see where that goes. Mm-hmm. Um, but going into raising children, I, I saw a quote the other day, and I was like, ah, I, I felt that. So you played sports, and you were in band, of course, like growing up, mm-hmm. right? So I, I read a post that says, some teachers and coaches make sacrifices that parents refuse to make. And that's a fact. Like, oh, not yeah. only are these people with your child from maybe uh, 7 a.m. to, if they're in sports, 6 p.m., 7 p.m., so that's, mm-hmm. what, 12 hours a day? And by the time you get them, it's time to do homework and go to bed. Right. And uh, it, it comes down to, like, the whole COVID thing. People were talking about how these COVID kids are stupid. Like, they don't know. <laughs> no, like, they don't know nothing. <laughs> like, And it's like, yes, th- like, COVID kind of hindered the learning uh, curve, I guess, a little bit, but 
when do you go home and teach your kids the things that they need to know in order to speed up the process to make sure they're at the grade level they're supposed to be when it comes to reading, writing, math on your own? Like, but how do you also, feel about that? It, it may also depend on, like, what you deem is important. Because let's be honest, bro. We have went to school and learned some shit that we didn't need down the line. So it's like, I don't think I'm going to badger my kids because they aren't learning something that I know that they won't necessarily need rather than them kind of just fitting into the mold of it, right? But going back to your point, coaches and teachers, bro, they're raising the kids. The, I don't, the parents ain't really – think about how much, how much time you spent with your parents on the end of the day and the weekends versus the whole day of every day, <laughs> which is <clears throat> at school with, your, with the faculty. and with the, So they, they really are the ones that's raising their kids. And you said, right, they're sacrificing – time with their own kids and time with their own thing to really like pour into your kids. Um, so that's obviously a thing that, that should be commended. But I mean, but yeah, man, like <clears throat> that's a big thing as far as like, um, like that goes into discussion, like homeschooling. Like, how do you feel about kind of like directing your kids? Because, you know, like I'm starting to think that, that grades on like this bullshit. Like, you know, like I can't, I don't think I can get mad at my kid for making bad grades when the stuff that they're teaching is not really stuff that he's interested in or stuff that's, like, that smart. It's like you just want your kid to kind of just fit into the mold of it so that they can just go along and, you know, be with everybody else and, like, look good, you know? I mean, I think it's more so, like, my whole thing was I understood growing up, I never got good grades because I knew I needed the information. I would just learn enough to retain it for that moment so that I could move on to get grades to go to college and, do whatever else, even if in college I had the intentions of doing other things, building a platform. I just knew the 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 doors I had to be able to get through by having those good or decent grades. So right. I think it's less of like learn learning the system. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. but yeah, it's the difference between learning material and just like memorizing it. Right. And I was a kid that would just memorize enough just to pass uh-huh. this test, just to get past whatever. So yeah. I think that we are learning that a lot of this is fluff. A lot of school is fluff. We learned mm-hmm. that during COVID. You don't have to be in school for six hours a day to learn what you need to learn. Really, right. it's only like two and a half hours of material. And we really like really getting into it. Mm-hmm. But then the class switching and the lunch and all of that, starting the day, end of the day, it's a lot yeah. of fluff in between that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's literally daycare. That's what I'm saying. Like, I want to be able to at least explore that option of homeschooling because, no, but you know what, though? No, you can't do homeschooling because your kid's going to be weird. And like you said, they need to learn how to game the system. For real, they you know they learn how to like game the system because that's kind of what it is. But I think homeschooling is like on another level of like wealth, kind of you know to be able to do that because you got to have enough wealth so that the mom can be there. You know, what I'm saying y'all can have teachers, you have a big enough space at the house, that whole thing. So um, that, I think that's something I'm gonna I'm entertain, bro, because I don't want to get mad at my kid for not learning pie and all that stuff when they don't have to know that. You know, what I'm saying it's just like yeah, fact. <laughs> Yeah, but it's a, it, I don't know. But that's the difference between like our generation and I guess somebody else because we're kind of we actually are thinking about like what is actually important in the school system that I can like rather than like wasting time. Like you said, it's a lot of fluff. Um, okay, moving on. Lighter note: Take your Christmas decorations down, you lazy ass. <laughs> Take them down. All right. I don't get why. It's like it has to say something about you. I'm not, and I'm not even that that type of guy, right? You know what I'm saying? To really be judgy. But it does have to say something about you if it's it's January. I don't know. Did you grow up in a household that, that left y'all Christmas decorations? That was real tacky to me. Bro, after New Year's, if that, done. Maybe even a little uh, before then. My, we was on it. 
So when I'm seeing people, I understand it's a full thing. But think about how many hours you go home and you sit down. And you, you could be taking the Christmas decorations down. I don't know. I've always thought like that. What you think about that? Nah, my mom was not playing that. My mom was serious about having that Christmas tree down before going into the new year. Like, me and my brother would have to take it down. But that was a family thing that we just did, like putting the Christmas tree up, taking it down, putting it in the attic and all of that. But I, it's lazy. It's literally lazy. Like, there's nothing else or no rule. There's no other reason why you should have it up. Like, it's just corny. Some neighborhoods will send you a notice in your uh in your mailbox. Now, I don't like I, that. I don't like yeah, that. Like, are you gonna find them? It's like what, what's the yeah. what's the consequence to having your tree up? <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's whack. That's why, man. As you get, man, you gotta join an HOA, bro. And they, I don't like an HOA. I think that is so corny. I'll be watching um, House Hunters, and bro, the prices be od, and they be trying to run. You be like, bro, what's the point of buying a house if somebody's gonna tell me what to do? And what? Now, granted, I'm here saying take your Christmas decorations down. But if you want to leave them up, you shouldn't be fine. <laughs> Somebody should, should come through and say, hey, right, you got your Rudolph still up and it's February. <laughs> but Nah, what's worse than that is people that don't cut their grass, bro. I'm not going to lie. If my grass is low and shallow and I got to damn uh, put my boots on to go through your shit to get to the next yard, bro. I, man, that is so nah, bro. For the Just pay somebody $40. Yeah, for cutting grass. Yes, bro. Yes, because you can pay somebody forty dollars to cut your grass, bro. That that's just no. That 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 just says something about the neighborhood. That's yeah. not even about you know more. Oh, uh, you, know you sound like a Republican. I see. Hey, I see. You. Look, you talk about who, who, who CDK voted for. It just says something about your yard. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, uh, we can move on, man. This okay, weekend, man. AI. All right, now it's gonna get real dark. Let the listeners know it's getting a little dark. Okay. This week in AI, a group of Danish and American scientists announced that they that with artificial intelligence and a huge data set, they are able to predict the likelihood of a person's death within, within the next four years with startling accuracy. All right, they use sequences of life events to predict human lives. What do you think about the super creepy Doom AI calculator? Now look, it's all fun and games, CDK. Uh, when when the filter on Instagram is just random. <laughs> <laughs> now, when it's accurate, that's when that's when the games start going. What do you think about the Doomsday Calendar? Obviously, it's kind of sad, but it's it, it's with AI technology, we can we can advance and, and we can know these type of things. What do you think? I mean, it kind of goes back to the question of would you want to know how you die or when? And it's like I low key don't want to know either because anytime <laughs> I come into contact with either of these things, it's like uh-huh. I'll be super cautious and in my head about stuff. So, well, I kind of would rather probably know when. Just so I can space my life out correctly right. or whatever. So, um, but knowing how, nah. But yeah, the the the, the calculator, bro. I don't know. But I think this could low key help people, man. Like you know, like bro, look, I only got I only got a year left, bro. So I might as well turn it up for this last one. Ah, oh, man, you gotta turn it up, man. And then that's the the idea. Um, you know, everybody talking about that Cat Williams interview. He he said a part in that we're talking about like living every day like it's your last. You know, like truly, like being and being honest with yourself. I think if we had this type of thing, everybody would be, and it would be a little bit more risk-takers. It would be a little bit more, you know, because you it's like you're reminded that, like, hey, it's like you check your AI watch. You go, damn, I got seven years. It's like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, shit, let me, like, yeah. get on it. And it's so, it's so you know, you know, of course, it's definitely the thing. That's everybody's probably biggest fear. But to have something like this shows how fast AI is growing and how, like, it can not only help, you, you know what I'm saying, help you improve your human life, but be able to kind of, you know, just 
Shit, help you carry on, man. Cause damn, bro, if you got something to tell you, if you you got a ticket saying, "Hey, you gonna die between uh fifty two and and, and fifty three," <laughs> like shit, shit, I need to get on it. So, um, yeah, all right, move. On. I'm sorry. I told you, hey, I told you it was gonna get dark. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you know what I've learned as an adult too, bro. It is so easy to go to jail, bro. And I've looked at jail differently now that I'm an adult, bro. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, failure to appear in court. Like, I ain't, okay, I ain't never been locked up. So let me let mm-hmm. me go ahead and put that disclaimer out there. I ain't never been locked up. But I be thinking, bro, like, between, like, car stuff and speeding tickets, like, I done been to court at least five, ten times. But nothing for nothing, like, OD. Like, just small, right. stupid stuff. And if you don't take care of those small, little, stupid things, you can easily get just, just get locked up, bro. Like, if you, if you want to get locked up, what you think you get locked up for? Look, let me tell you, y'all. I th- you know, and I- I'm going to come back to what you said, because it-, it is easy to get locked up, because, and you don't think as a kid that I would go to, like, jail, or I would get be in court. What are you, like, what are you talking about? But there are things that, like, you'd be like, and I think between the age of maybe uh, 14 to 20, you just do things, and you think that you're, like, above the law, kind of. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, speeding. <laughs> And smoking and drinking at like, you know what I'm saying? These things are illegal. And so you'd be like, oh, you get reminded, oh, these things are illegal sometimes, right? Like speeding, right? I hate the speeding camera. But when I tell you that is the worst part of society, bro, is the, the camera that catches you when you're speeding. Man, I tell you, you feel like you just got got. Like, because when you speed, you don't realize it. You're not saying like, oh, I'm breaking the law. You're just going at the speed that you think that you should go because it's just what it feels like. And it's what you feel most comfortable at. So when you get a, a speeding ticket, it's like, damn, like ah, I got I got game by the by the system. So yeah, speeding tickets definitely, bro. I've gotten a lot of parking tickets, bro. And if I had to go to jail, it would be for murder. No, if I had to go to jail, it would probably it would. I mean, for like I don't know, like weed. I had a weed charge when I was in. Bro, let me tell you about my bro. So look, I'm driving home, right? I live beside my high school, the high school that I went to. I live close to it, right? So I I, I pull into the parking lot. To check my tire. My tire starts shaking when I'm driving. So I pull in the parking lot, right? Checking my tire. Checking my tire. A cop comes in and he comes up behind me. He's like, yo, why are you in the parking lot? I'm like, yo, my tire is messed up, whatever, right? Somehow this nigga checks my car. Of course, some like, he like sees something or something. He sees some, uh, a, a blunt on the, in like the, the little middle part in the, um, as he's like going around the flashlight. So the guy, I get a like charge. I get like a, Oh, this is a little too much. You gotta. I'm like, bro. I'm doing. I'm checking. That's what I'm saying. Like, you don't even think that you're even doing anything illegal. You, I'm checking my tire. So this happens where I'm from in Virginia. I'm in school at Ant. I'm in the band. This is, is this is band time. This is like you know. So I can't. I, you know, you can't really miss practice like that. So I go and I leave practice one time to come down here to go to court. I get a public defender. But when I tell you this dude is bubbly, like he comes through like. Hella papers, big fat white guy. He's like, man, okay, I'm gonna get you off, man. You know, tell me what happens. I tell him what happens. He goes, so did he ask to search your car? Or like, how did they get in your car? I'm like, he just saw something there that I like. He goes, ah, oh, that's a little weird, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to fix it out. So we get in the court, bro. He goes, he was checking his tire. He wasn't even. He shouldn't even search his car. The judge looks at the cop and starts like going in on the cop, saying, hey, man, you're not doing your job. I'm like. What is going on, right? It's like a movie, bro. I'm like, because I thought I just had to pay the fine. I, was, I thought I was going to, you know, go to a class, like a weed class, something like that. Bro, he starts um, yelling at the cop. So I get off. He's like, yo, man, it's, it's off. 
I'm like, and then I get it expunged. And the worst thing is that the cop, I went to high school with the cop, bro. So the cop, yes, bro, he was like two years older than me, bro. The cop went to the same high school that I was getting, bro. Exactly. So that's what you get, man. So shout out to, to, to shout out to the public defender. That was a, a W on my case. Um, expunged, never happened. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's how I got off. <laughs> that's de- bro, that's so lame, bro. You knew the nigga, bro. That's so lame, bro. Bro, I knew it. You know, I ain't gonna say that. Nah, it's some some shit happened to this, but, but yeah. <laughs> hey, your cop, bro. Some shit gonna happen, possibly. Um, I mean, yeah, I know. But yeah, shout out yeah. to bro. Shout out to the system, bro. I really got off, man. Like, I totally forgot about that until you said that. But yeah, I don't know what I would go to jail for. Probably something like uh. Probably, probably some dumb shit like like paperwork, bro. Like my thing is like car registrations and all of that stupid shit. Like uh-huh. I've gotten in trouble for that like multiple times, bro. Like just paying. This is the thing. Why why we can't just put that on auto pay like the rest of our bills, bro? Like, why, bro. Why, why is it not online? That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, I mean, you can do it online now, but you have to physically go in there, put your stuff in. Like, it's just a lot. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like. I be find, I be feeling like they just be looking for ways to just grab money by just like not paying attention to small details. Yeah. But a hey, question, yeah. hey, quick question before we move on. How was your um alcohol free January going? Like uh, you know, I know you say you weren't gonna drink. How's yeah. that going? I haven't even had the urge. Now this weekend is really gonna be, I guess, like the tester just because I've been outside, but I just haven't like at this point I just go outside to get check uh, get a check, right? But I haven't hosted any parties like that for real, for real. So this weekend I have a party on Friday and I have another event on Saturday where I could drink. But my event on Saturday is with older folks. So it's like I don't need to be in there dumb drunk anyway. Uh-huh. But I, I haven't had the urge to drink alcohol. I just really just been chilling for real, for real. Like, dope, now, dope. Yeah. So it's, it's been cool, though. You know what I'm saying? So I only got like, like 15 days left. But I'm going to cut back on drinking for real, for real, just in general, just because like this is not necessary. Like I was last year, I was just I was toe up. <laughs> so dope. yeah, for dope, sure, man. That, that's dope, bro. Um, hit CDK. Um, if y'all trying to stop drinking, <laughs> but, I mean, but even that, as the as the host, though, people want to like when I see you out. I'm like, yo, let's drink. Come on, man. <laughs> let's turn up. Like you know, what I'm saying, I gotta be the energy guy for real. For real. I feel right. that shit though. Nah, yeah. it's, it's it's yeah, it's, it's I just I don't know. I'm I'm getting, I'm about to be 26 this year, so I gotta goddamn yeah. lock it down. Bro, the balance being drunk and to be speaking and stuff like that. I mean, I'm sure that that's hard to do. So, it's only nah, not really. You know shit, it helps. <laughs> if anything, like I be, I be, because I got ADHD and shit. So when I be drunk, bro, I be calming down. I be, I be, be just chilling. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> or I be slurring. All right, uh, what you got? So, do you ever have you ever been in a room and any conversation that's brought up, right? Because like when I don't know people, I bring up common things. Football, basketball, music, just things that multiple people can most likely relate to, right? Have you ever been in a room where there's somebody that resume runs and makes everything about them? I'd be like, I can tell you're not him because you're fucking annoying. You have to tell everybody who you are, announce yourself, like, bro, come on, bro. Like, this is not the time for that. Like, I just, how do you feel about resume running? That's the better question. Not only, bro, and not only do they say who they are, but they, they make sure they know, you know, who they work with, who they've been around, who their partner is, bro. I mean, obviously, that's just a sign of, like, um, insecurity on, on, on a bigger scale. But the best thing is about those people, I like to play with those people. <laughs> you know me. I like to joke because they're so blind, they can't see it like that. And they're so, like, I want to be the one in front. So if you keep egging them on, I, I find that as a joke because it's like they are so, like, in you know, 
you know, you can you can joke around with narcissistic people, you know, like because it's it's so funny because they can't see it because they want to be the you know, the attention seeker or whatever, the, the center of attention the whole time. But yeah, um, that's something that I've seen and, and I hate. And I know that in the entertainment industry, bro, <laughs> it's so it's so God. many people that try to validate themselves in front of other people that they think have that they know, you know. Yeah, the best thing to do is just shake hands, say what your name is, maybe just what you do, and just keep it pushing. And people. I've learned that, like, the bigger that you are, the more people will speak for you. Like, going to a conference and people be like, oh, no, you need to go talk to him. Like, you know what I'm saying? Then people mm-hmm. will ask you that. But when nobody's asking you and you're just talking, especially when your accolades are lackluster and they're lukewarm, you know, it's just not it's not a good look. <laughs> right. Definitely. Um, let's move on to better days to come. All right, bet. Um, I'll start. And this kind of goes off of that. Um, silence is the largest answer. When you're trying to, like, bro, when you're trying to defend yourself, bro, you look stupid. <laughs> like, because you really, and you can say you're really trying to get the person to understand where you're coming from, but not really, bro. You just want to kind of validate yourself, just how we were just talking about. Like, so silence is the larger answer. Like, where you think there should be a rebuttal, or you think that you should be trying to show this person what you think, or what's the, what's the right way to do something. Silence is the, best, is the best thing, bro, and just let it all handle itself rather than you trying to explain yourself. For me, I got rejection is protection. Um, being rejected or told no. Um, sometimes your parents growing up, you know, learning that is when they tell you no, it's sometimes the best thing for you. As an adult, certain opportunities may not be for you at that time in your life, career, whatever the case may be. And if you get rejected, look at it not as um, you're not good enough or you're not ready yet. Sometimes it wasn't meant for you. So I had recently applied to a position to host um, for a certain company, and I did not get selected. And at the time, I was like, ah, you know what I'm saying? But then I looked at the schedule and what they pay and all that type of stuff and really getting into it. I was like, damn, I could have made more money independent. So luckily, that situation didn't happen how it needed to. So rejection is protection. Yeah, rejection also hurts, though. I mean, <laughs> I, it, it, it hurts, though, man. And I think as a person, bro, you got to get rejected, bro, especially as a guy. You got to get rejected, man, just just in general in order to, like, Feel that because the other side is much sweeter, you know. <laughs> but yeah, definitely, guys. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Um, definitely follow the page at CDK and Horatio. Follow us on TikTok. All right, we're trying to get up to a thousand followers so we can go live so that the podcast can be live on TikTok. Um, we're gonna make that happen. So follow the TikTok at CDK Horatio Pod. Um, you can follow me at Horatio Radio on social media. Follow me at CDK on the mic. Once again, this is episode 24. We want to make sure that we see you on the comment section, liking the stuff, sharing the stuff, and clap it up for a first episode of us not talking about women. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> I didn't realize that. Absolutely. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week.